0: was the night, night before, before Christmas, Christmas, an entire species house. was dead, all because a murderous woman hadn't, hadn't had enough time in bed. Welcome to our Christmas special, everybody, and happy oh. 3rd of September. Well, there we go. That's
1: half of our listeners <laughs> have just stopped. Stole this, we've just lost <laughs> the listeners, mate. Oh, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. I like that, though. It's all right. No, it's all right, actually. We'll commit to it. Yeah. Just like
0: it, mate. And that's, an, uh, that's a JP original as well. That is, that is, thank you. I'm going to be trending on Spotify next week, so, um, (laughs) you know, I want to say thank you to all my fans in advance. Um, Yeah, poetry, Christmas poetry. As I said, happy 3rd of September, everybody. I'm looking (laughs) outside, there's no snow on the ground, and yet we've got a Christmas special, and I'm I'm feeling Christmassy. (laughs) Well, yes, welcome back,
1: everybody, to another episode of Doc Who Pods, Doctor Who? Uh, I'm Josh, and with me, as always, is my uh, co-host, William Shakespeare.
0: Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) How are you, JP? You all right? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I mean, there's no tree up and there's no presents. So, uh, you know, I can't get in that much of a Christmas mood, but I'm in a Christmas mood. So I think this is probably the earliest I've ever uh... been in a Christmas mood. (laughs) At least you're not going to be attacked by a spinning Christmas tree. That is true, actually. That is a fair point. And my walls aren't made of plaster, so I should be all right. (laughs) But, you know.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, everybody, this is uh, our Christmas special episode technically we haven't started season two yet technically we haven't finished season one we're in that sort of weird middle point i'd like to thank all our listeners before we get started we put out a little uh a little uh sort of challenge for you guys see if we could get a thousand listens by series two and we are on about 950 odds so i'm hoping by the time we record season two episode one we'll be there so thank you very much listeners um as always you guys are brilliant. Just whatever you're listening on, just take two seconds. Just give us a little five stars. Give us a little review. We'll read it out in the episode. Uh, Share us, like us, comment with us, engage us. But yeah, thanks, guys. And uh, Christmas Invasion, JP, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I want to go in and say uh, this is my least rewatched episode of all of Doctor Who, I think. I went into this thinking it's an awful, awful episode. And I, like it's one of my least favourites from memory. So I hadn't watched it for a while. And uh, Before we, like, just generally before we jump into it, there's a lot of good stuff in this, but I think it's let down by the finale. Like,
0: big time. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, look, I, I, this is, for me, this is, of course, the, the first Doctor Who special I've watched, and I think, for me, it was more I forgot that it was a Christmas special. I was more looking at, this is a David Tennant you know, kind of flexing the muscles flexing the acting, like the acting muscles even though he spent half of it asleep but I know. you know it was a kind of it was it was a, a kind of an introduction you know they wanted to just like the pilot episode with rose they wanted to get out there just push david Tennant as much and just show this is the new doctor this is what he brings to the table uh, try and please try and forget about christopher Eccleston. but uh, yeah no i i, I mean like, I, I liked it as a special um yeah the ending was a little bit yeah, uh, and as I said, I was a bit annoyed that they managed to just keep the Doctor asleep for half of the episode. But yeah, I know what an
1: interesting what way to introduce a new Doctor—just having him asleep for most
0: of it. Like, very interesting, very interesting. Yeah, no, it is, and, and it, it's a bold move by the writers, I guess, because I, I suppose that even though, because that, that was the other thing as well—the the, the underlying theme of of, of this episode was. That the doctor is still the doctor, even though he's a different person.
1: Yeah, of course, because everybody asks that question every two seconds.
0: Exactly, and 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 it's a very—I mean, I'm I'm still trying to get my head around it. In fairness, but it's like, you know, the the doctor is still the doctor. He's still got the memories of the of the previous doctor, and he still knows, you know, he's still got the relationships there. But he's his own new person. Yeah, it's so... strange,
1: isn't it? It's like it's like you've got. A brand new person with brand new identity and personality and all that, but you've had the old memories downloaded into it, sort of thing. Like, right? yeah, I mean, yeah, it fucking blew my mind back as a kid. Obviously, this was my first Christmas special. Um, uh, like, yeah, it's, it, I think it does a pretty good job of explaining that. But okay, he's the same doctor, you know, he finishes the line with fantastic or finishes the episode yeah. with fantastic. Sorry, and I'm like, okay, good callback yeah, okay, so it is still the doctor, just the new doctor who is apparently asleep all the time. I want to like more. C- come on. You needed
0: to do more yeah. in this episode, right? I mean, I think the only thing is, is maybe, maybe the reason they'd done that was to kind of focus on what was the same in season one. Because I know this is technically season one, but they wanted to focus more on the companions. So Rose, Mickey, um, Rose's mum, you know, even bring back Harriet Jones. Yeah, like, the familiar stuff. Kind yeah. of... Exactly. Bring the familiar stuff in and then gently introduce the new stuff, even though it's not new. But like, I don't know, it was just a bit, it was a bit strange. And and what's interesting is that, you you know, all throughout season one, we've always been saying that actually it's the Doctor's companions that save the day rather than the Doctor. Whereas this one, straight off the bat, the first thing the Doctor saves the day.
1: Yeah, we'll get to that because that's where I think
0: my main issues come into play.
1: But should we just stick to our normal routine? Should we go through it sort of beat by beat? Um... Yeah,
0: no, exactly, exactly. So, of course, it starts off with uh, you know, kind of Mickey working in the garage, which I could totally see that suits his character. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. Yeah. And Jackie, I can't remember. She, she's just in the in the apartment, isn't she? She's in the flat. Uh, of course, they both miraculously hear the TARDIS kind of whining. And... Yes. I mean, it is you know it's a familiar noise. It's it's a distinct noise. You're going to know it. But what just made me laugh was the two shots of them just running around London, just <laughs> yeah, trying yeah. to locate. It. And it's almost like you know you ever seen those videos where they're kind of like you know when a, when an owner's got like a squeak toy for a dog, and they're squeaking the, the toy and the dog's like really confused, running around like where is it, where is it? It just reminded <laughs> me of that, which is just hilarious. and just see these two like skirting around London, just trying to find this like artist. Yeah, um, I thought
1: which did make me chuckle yeah i i had not sort of put this together but like uh, when they do meet and then jackie starts going she's alive you see i said so i said like they probably had the same six month jump that we had right the last episode would have come out and i think we said june or something like that and now it's christmas Like, like i forgot they didn't know that rose saves the day at the end of that episode and they don't apparently come straight back. They come back six months later. So she had like yeah. another six months of thinking her daughter was dead.
0: That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's, it, it is pretty messed up. And, it, and it's one of those things that even though chronologically for Rose and the Doctor, it was just that was the end of the episode was then the start of the season. Yeah, kind of the, the, the Christmas special. As yeah. you say, for, for Rose and, um, sorry, for Jackie and Mickey that six months has passed you know that that's you know we, we're almost living on on that earth and for us six months was their six months so
1: yeah 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 it would have been when it came out and again like yeah. you said that's that familiar theme that's carrying through because obviously we had the episode where she went missing for a year so yeah mm-hmm. i hadn't picked up on that but you're right they are trying to keep it as familiar as possible and slowly slowly introduce us to this new doctor so
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Brilliant bit of advice right at the start there. Remember, kids, never drink and fly at Christmas. That goes, (laughs) you know, for for driving as well. It's always a dodgy time. The old are always out. Um, I I genuinely thought he was drunk at first. I was I I was waiting for the doctor to stumble out with some eggnog or something like that. (laughs) I I was sitting there thinking, I mean, that's a bit of a kind of a sticky thing to be putting on the BBC. And then, of course, they said that he was under the weather and actually he was he was ill when he needed to yeah he needed time in bed and a cup of tea but um yeah which so is a hangover cure that's what it is it's a hangover cure yeah it is a hangover cure, exactly, exactly. Um, I, I love the just the thing where they just said Doctor Who. And I just put roll credits. Oh, you know, so cheesy, the name that. so <laughs> cheesy,
1: and it also doesn't even work in context. Like, what do you mean, Doctor <laughs> Who? The Doctor, you know the Doctor. What are you talking yeah. about,
0: Doctor Who? But yeah, I was it, like, roll credits, yeah. I was like, Quick, get the get the DiCaprio meme out there. There's me sitting with a beer, and I'm just like, oh, that one, that one, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, So then they they pull the Doctor into uh, into the apartment. Department. and of course they somehow put pjs on him um which was a bit of a strange one but fair enough you know yeah who was looking at his dick yeah well apparently not jackie though no, um, yeah, because, then yeah. ja- <laughs> because jackie then goes in and of course rose is like oh he's got two hearts and jackie's like anything else he's got two off it's like Damn, brilliant jackie he's, brilliant. he's only been here like 10 minutes yeah, he's <laughs> on it again
1: <laughs> it is a funny episode again to be fair it is a very funny episode and jackie has some ap- I I always forget how good a character Jackie is. She is fucking like
0: hilarious. Her. She she' is just she just comes out with you know some some absolute brilliant and she's that kind of they've they've taken every kind of stereotypical trait of a mum, uh, yeah, and they have just combined it into Jackie, which it just works. Yeah, you know, yeah. every every kid kind of watching Doctor Who can look at Jackie and take one thing away and go, my mum does that yeah exactly or my exactly. mom says that or something like that, which I think is really cool i I do like that um but um yeah i i, I could I could swear the Moana theme tune was going again i I feel like the the kind of the the energy linkage thing is uh it's sets to a very very similar you know, kind of theme tune to moana I'm right. sure right we we said this good. last
1: week you have
0: to do
1: uh, just screen grab it screen grab the moana theme tune put it back to back for us we'll release it on the socials and we will let our listeners be the judge because i've yeah, never seen yeah. moana i've never heard it i don't know I what you never seen moana really. oh, oh i'm her. not a child
0: <laughs> yeah but i am at heart so you know it is what it is um and then i i think another theme that goes through uh kind of this episode is harriet jones oh isn't the she pages the stages of Harriet Jones. So I put Harriet Jones going big. She's the PM now. You know, she's up there, she's she's announcing that they've they've got this new um kind of space probe out and about. And what I've really liked as well, kind of a little attention to detail, was in um Aliens in London, she the the, the whole reason she's at at number ten is because she wants her cottage home medical scheme thing. And, of course, the PM's like, look, this is isn't this is important at the moment. Yeah. And along the bottom, you can see that the cottage home scheme is is an incredible success or something like that. And oh, SM no way. Was, <laughs> which I really, really liked. So I was like, oh, I like that. That is a true attention to detail. I was like, I, I like that. You know, that, that, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I love that. So, I love that. Yeah. So speaking of so uh, Harriet
1: Jones, I was going to save this for, like, trivia at the end, but mm. um, so when we last saw her in Aliens of London and World War Three, as the Doctor of Rose Lever, he goes this is the start of britain's golden age she's elected as prime minister and she runs for three successive terms right so there is a theory in the huke, the the huke, the huk i can't say this the who community um that the doctor fucks up the world um and it's never confirmed but it's like there's a lot of evidence so without spoiling anything for you right she was the doctor himself says she's supposed to run for three successive terms and this is the start of Britain's golden age. She Mm -hmm. obviously, she then sends the probe up. She's doing a lot of things. She's very progressive. Um, Yep. And then the doctor, you know, we're jumping ahead here, but stops her in her tracks, right? With, uh, you think she looks tired. And then all of a sudden she's being questioned and spoiler alert, she does lose the next election, right? Does she? Ooh. One of the big bads in, I don't think it's, I think it's the series after series three. I think it is, Mm -hmm. is, the new prime minister is the new bad, right? And he basically fucks everything up. And the theory is, is that the doctor put the, when we get to season three, we'll come back and review it because it will make more sense to you. But the theory is that the doctor put these events in motion and just like he fucked up with the long game and and all that sort of stuff, he makes the same mistake here and he prevents Britain's golden age from happening and creates the big bad for season three and so on and so forth. It's a really
0: interesting theory. Yeah, really interesting theory. Yeah, no, that is interesting. It, uh, yeah, I just I, I like that that kind of stuff, and, and and talking of those kind of attention to details and kind of you know kind of plot like overall plot progression everything. I, I'm gonna put my kind of cards on the table early doors here with the Easter egg because you said to me last episode that the Easter egg does appear in this in this in this episode.
1: Yes, can I just interject here really quickly? Mm-hmm. I forgot how obvious the Easter eggs in this series are so i'm not mm-hmm. gonna I w- i'm gonna ask you the question every week but i'm not gonna give you a yes or no because i want you to continue picking up on it if you do get it in a certain week so i'm not gonna confirm okay. or deny it but go ahead yep. jp
0: yeah so i mean look when when mickey and rose are walking through there is two big angel christmas decorations there and i saw those and was like straight away because i said about the, the thing in the in the season finale you know, whether well, the the um the Daleks are going on about angels and demons and everything, yeah, like that. I I it's some kind of spiritual thing with angels. I I could just you know you, you just see them there. They're blindingly the obvious. They're in the background, but they're so huge. It's like it, it's got to be that. So I, I'm saying it's something to do with angels. I mean, I don't know whether it's like the bad guy's an angel or like whether it's like the angel corporation or something like. That. But I'm saying it's something to do with angels and demons, something like that. That's that's what I'm saying.
1: Okay, interesting. Yeah, see it through. See if your theory is held up next week. See if you can follow this uh this train of thread through. It'll be very yeah, interesting. Yeah.
0: You watch I was very there, cool, it. Very obvious.
1: Yeah, it was very obvious this uh this episode. But uh yeah, yeah. we'll say no more on that matter. That'll make a good soundbite for the next uh, end of series.
0: Yeah, oh, here we go. Yeah, the pain <laughs> of listening to that over and over again. Just like, oh but um yeah, so that's that that's my kind of that's my guess on the E story so far. Um I then put Chris was themed purge okay yeah because because the little center the centers with the uh you know with the masks and the 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 kind of the concealed weapons just really gave me the purge vibes you know that kind of the plastic mask thing that the you know everybody dressed up in on halloween when was it 2015 maybe 20 yeah with the neon sort of eyes and everything yeah, Yeah, yeah 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 exactly that ju- it just it just really just i was like oh yeah kind of that kind of reminds me of that but uh it's just a bit weird they were just waiting there well i've like, got a lot of questions with- on this go on why did they attack
1: right like the villains motivations throughout this so there's the whole thing about the pilot fish right they send the pilot fish out because they recognize the futuristic technology they're clearly yep. tracking rose and mickey Then they've got the Christmas tree in the estate. So they clearly know where the doctor is. The TARDIS is in the near vicinity, but then the Sycorax invade. And it's like the doctor is completely forgotten about. And then all of a sudden it's about this blood thing and we're going to make them jump. So surrender to us. And then all of a sudden, you know, they press a button in the TARDIS and it starts bleeping and they're like, Oh, you have alien technology that you've hidden from us. Like you must be traitors. What are you talking about? You knew this alien technology was here. You, that's, that was the reason. Like, I don't understand their, Like what happened
0: there. It felt a bit muddled to me. Yeah, that's a fair point, actually. That doesn't really make sense. Because the, the way I saw it was straight away, they'd be going for the Doctor because the Doctor was powerful. He was almost like a human battery kind of thing. He had all this excess yep. energy that they wanted, and that's why they wanted to to kind of... And it, Yeah, I, I thought that they were going after Rose and Mickey because they knew that Rose and Mickey were the only protection that he had. Yeah, exactly. Because he's, he, he's almost didn't you would what i was kind of assuming was like a coma kind of thing so he was he was vulnerable and the the only defense that he had was rose and mickey so that's that's the assumption i took but yeah actually going kind of looking further into the plot it doesn't actually make an awful lot of sense does it
1: no it it doesn't right like okay it makes for a cool bit yes you can have the christmas tree attack attack attacking you can have the santa robots attacking and it's all very christmassy but I don't know man it didn't feel like it was part of the it was almost like I was almost expecting is this setting up something in the future the pilot fish are going to be for something yeah. else coming but yeah
0: no nothing apparently yeah no they 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 were the pilot fish but um yeah and I've got to say you know it just made me laugh with they're, they're there in the christmas market and there's just bullets flying everywhere rocket launchers <laughs> going galore <laughs> hitting absolutely nothing apart from you know kind of stationary um decorations and i was just like ah stop watching the russians on the news you know just not <laughs> at all you know they, yeah, well, I they, think they,
1: of, did, they did hit a christmas tree which proceeded to fall onto
0: one of their own it, people it, it, yeah <laughs> it, exactly it was like the home alone version of like the purge you know <laughs> like, was, what, what, what it, if the yeah. purge was run by the home alone bandits you know just but, utter um, nonsense yeah and talking about some nonsense, I mean, what was up with the Christmas tree? I'm sorry. Oh, I
1: like... can't. It's fucking, it's oh. Christmas for the sake of Christmas is what it is. It is.
0: It is, isn't it? And it just made me laugh because they, they just had the, the table there and you you knew that they put the table there just to show that the Christmas tree was done. <laughs> yeah, <table. 'Cause>... Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I again i'm looking at it thinking well it's obviously going to be made out of like you know kind of a plastic kind of thing so like you know when you go like kind of into a car wash and you get those big like kind of buffers that go yeah, around and yeah. you drive your car through i was thinking like it's going to be like that i was like oh okay well, it's going to be something like kind of you know not dangerous but at the same time it's not going to be you know kind of you're not going to want to touch it but then it just cut through a table like it was made of paper <laughs> i was like oh okay that's why they've done it there but it's, um But yeah, I don't know. The Christmas tree was a strange one. As I said, I just, uh, you know, when it started cutting through the wall and I was just like, oh, mate, it's so
1: cringy. Mickey's fighting it off with a chair as if that's going to do
0: anything. Oh (sighs) It's not a rabid dog or or a lion. You can't fight it off with a chair. (laughs) No,
1: it's a ropey moment, to be honest with you. But it
0: does give way to a good scene that
1: I like. And it is where Rose whispers into the doctor's ear, help me. And he just gets straight back up, saves the day, and I'm like, okay, it shows the doctor still has like Rose is his one motivating factor. I think that's a good way of showing that. I
0: quite like that. Yeah, no, that that was good, and and again, it shows that you know even though the doctor's in peril, and he's he's himself is in a vulnerable situation, he's still willing to straight away just on Rose, he's up and he's he straight away he's just defending Rose, he's protecting her, you know, and he's he's willing to put himself in the way of danger for, even exactly. though he is himself in, you know, in some kind of danger. But um, peril. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, like, yeah, so I no, really like that.
1: I think that redeems the scene for me.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And of course, talking of the doctor when he leaps up, I mean, you know, a dressing gown, striped pyjamas, I knew you could be the doctor, mate, because I, I, I had to take a double take. I was like, wait a minute, I, I'm sure I've seen that dressing gown somewhere, you know. But, uh... <laughs> it's
1: not far off what I'm currently recording
0: in, to be totally <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> You're actually going to a doctor who got kind of Comic-Con thing, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, I didn't expect the regeneration process to be so long, though.
1: Well, it's different every regeneration, and I... Was going to do some research on this episode, but I couldn't be bothered. I'm convinced mm-hmm. this regeneration is supposed to be him letting out the bad wolf energy, the 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 heart of the TARDIS, right? Because it's all the same colour, right. and it's never really done again. So I'm convinced that was supposed to be what it was, but then it just caught on, and that's now how every regeneration looks. But yeah, I'm mm-hmm. every regeneration is different, so don't overthink that too much. But yeah, I'm, I mean, okay, he's fucking useless in this episode
0: yeah i mean i again you know it's just kind of what what I, you know the point i made earlier in, in the episode that i think they've done that to try and focus on what we as the audience knew is normal and yeah. then slowly introduce everything else and and you know as well you don't it, it would be a bit of a boring episode if the doctor just was there straight away and just you, you save the day instantly you'd be a bit like oh well that's a bit boring you know you you want yeah, a bit true. of you know, you you want a bit of of kind of tension in the episode. You know, um, which yeah, try, you know, sure. I, I get, I get. Um, I, again, I just throughout season one, I just forgot this was made in yeah you know, two thousand and four and released in two thousand and five. You know, I'm on the phone line. Oh just, yeah, oh, absolute wow. nonsense. Oh, that yeah. that <laughs> of core, you know, kind of a core memory there. You know, I'm on the phone line. Get off. It's just incredible, it's insane, absolutely yeah, incredible.
1: absolutely hilarious. But again this episode is really hilarious when the doctor does jump up and they're on the balcony and he's like, I need, I need, I need. And then Jackie just goes off on paracetamol, pepto-bismol, ibuprofen, this, this, yeah. this, this, this. And he just goes, I need you to shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? Yeah. I said, I've got a headache. <laughs> just shut up. I'm fucking yeah. cracking up. Absolute quality stuff. And that, again, it's the familiarity of season one coming through. And then obviously oh, where he's yeah. like, oh, there's an apple in my dressing gown. What's that doing here? He gets hungry in his sleep. Uh, sometimes he yeah. gets hungry in his sleep. Like, oh, yeah. that's a that's a shagging smack, That is.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I liked it. I thought it was, uh, you know, I thought, I thought I thought it was good. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that that was it. I'm, I just again, w- what was really funny is when I watched it. I, I watched this a, a couple of weeks ago, and of course they're they're there and they're making a very kind of heavy hint on you know, part part of the theme is is that you know there is a. Um, there's a there's a space you know kind of a space probe that's gone out and of course at the time literally that day that india had just launched and had landed yeah. successfully landed something on like this on one of the polar caps on the moon and they were like nobody's ever done this before and i was like huh I wonder if there is aliens out there i better just flick the news
1: on just make sure i'm not missing anything
0: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so uh but yeah no it was uh I, you know again it was just a, it was a nice touch i was like oh, okay fair enough you know that that's it um on that though I love that yeah, when, when
1: like, they do the fake BBC news reports and everything. So one of the news reporters says, and we've had absolute proof of alien life. I, I know they then go on to say, oh, it's a hoax. You know, they try and sort of cover it up. Every- but I'm like, that's so BBC to jump immediately to, no, this is absolute proof that there's alien life out there. We've seen a video of a man
0: in a mask laughing. It must be alien proof. That's so yeah. so gullible. So gullible. I mean, it's kind of again. It's 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 a comment on you know everything there and the media jump into conclusions and you know everything like that, which I know we we've, we've touched on and I think this was this was written by Russell T Davis again, wasn't it? For memory. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So uh, again, it's it's one of those things that you just you know I I just feel like it's a comment on the news, jumping to conclusions and everything and <laughs> that uh, you know especially into yeah back in two thousand and five. Because you know the News of the World hacking scandal was well, it yeah, wasn't course, uncovered yeah. yet. But again, it was it was something that was known that you know that they were they were hacking people's phones and personal possessions and yeah, all that point. dodgy yeah. stuff. And you know, and it's I don't know, just, maybe Russell T Davis had a little bit of a thing against the media, and he was just like, right, I'm I'm going to put this line in there and just kind of you know just just to take the piss, really. But <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the question I've got you you may know the answer to this one the uh the assistant in the uh to the pm alex yes. was he the guy in the office for blonde for the uh for the for the uh for the um slovene that
1: is a very good question i don't think so i, I didn't pick up on that if it was i will have a quick look on
0: uh you know because I, I i wasn't i wasn't sure if it was just like he he'd he kind of you know kind of come up elsewhere and he'd you know, he he kind of made his way up to the PM's office or something like that. But I was just like, oh, if that was, that's quite a, a nice little character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I like, guess so, know. yeah. Uh no,
1: he's only in the one episode.
0: Oh, he, he he's just a different person. Okay, he's well that's person. that's fair enough. But um
1: yeah, yeah nice. so that was yeah. that. So um, then we're in that I, little I mean, like, war room bit. I find that we are fascinating. Like I again, Harriet Jones is just she's fucking brilliant. That Sally girl's quite cute as well, to be fair. I've got that in my notes. It not, doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Yeah, she was quite yeah. cute. But well, I, loved, I loved it when someone, I think Alex says, Oh, the uh, president of America wants to take control. And she's like, Absolutely not. We're certainly not turning this into a war. Oh, that's yeah. good satire, that is. That's
0: good I political mean, commentary. That- I was gonna say that then takes me on to my next note. Harriet Jones, fuck the Yanks. She just, yeah. she, Harriet yeah. Jones, because she always introduces herself, didn't she? She's like Harriet Jones, Prime Minister, and they're like, yeah, yeah. I know who you are. And I don't like literally. Wow, that's a brilliant really joke, like, yeah. Harriet Jones, fuck the Yanks, and I was just like, ah, yeah. oh. like you know, and I was just like, well, who made her boss? Though? You know, I just, I, I, I get it, but like, you know, seeing as that like, she had to have this authority for Torchwood, was it Torchwood? It was Torchwood, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, seems as she had to have this authority and everything like that, like, surely she would just have to consult people first before just going, no, I'm going to do it. I it love it. Like I love of, it. I don't know. It just seems like a bit of a dangerous thing to me. You know what I mean? Like, you'd want someone that would perhaps consult the entire world first before making a big decision like that. But, yeah, you know, it is what it is. We'll get
1: to whether her decisions are right or not, but I do, honestly, Harriet Jones, everyone always cites Hugh Grant in Love Actually as the best Prime Minister we never had, but I disagree. I think it's Harriet Jones and Doctor Who. She is the best Prime Minister we never had.
0: God, I'll tell you what, i want to ask you that same question at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Up, mate, all right, let's jump ahead. Let's do it now. Go well, back
1: her
0: go 100%. On. Oh, I don't know. Harriet Jones, the murderer of a species. I just I, oh, I let's save like... it. Let's save it till the end. Let's save it yeah. till the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's save it. Till the end. Well, uh, it the the, the next one I've got is not a message to humans. Message to the Doctor. I, I, I've, again, I felt like the entire time it was pretty obvious that it was, uh, and I feel like Harriet Jones maybe should have picked up on that and the fact that, yeah, she knows who the Doctor is, and you've got this guy that's there, and he's he's almost. Holding the world hostage, I guess, or yeah. England hostage, and I just feel like you know she should have picked up straight away that this as a message for the Doctor because let's be real, how many people do you know that are going to have some kind of knowledge or relationship with an, an alien species that's coming down and saying like, give us this or or we'll kill a third of your population?
1: What do you mean, sorry? The message that she puts out or the message they receive from the Cigarettes?
0: The Cigarettes. Right when they're on the, I, when they're on the TV screen.
1: Yeah, but
0: I don't know. What do you mean? Well, because they they translated, didn't they Alex translates it. Which again, by the way, how did he get that translator? Oh, and why did it work? I just, just go with again. It. I I know it's a convenient <laughs> plot point, but I'm like this guy pulls up like, pulls out something that looks you know straight from early learning center, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> we've, we've got exactly what they meant and i'm like wait how did you get that and why does it work you know you just got this brand new alien species but again i again i like that kind of the hint that there is something more than what we saw there with torchwood because i yeah. remember you mentioned yeah. in torchwood a couple of episodes ago with jack and the fact that you know like kind of she was like waiting for torchwood and she was like, and and the the uh the general guy was like oh no you can't you don't have the authority to do that, or why why do you know about them, or something like yeah, that? And yeah. they've got this obviously alien technology and everything. So I like the hint that there is something further that, than what we saw. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, that that's it. Of course, then there's there's a mention of love, and she says, "Do you love the doctor?"
1: Oh yeah, 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 and yeah. She yeah, did,
0: yeah. didn't say no, but didn't say well, yes either.
1: Again, jumping ahead a little bit. There is the bit where he flashes her a wink and says, I'm sexy. Yeah. Are you feeling... And then, obviously, the episode ends with them holding hands, looking up to the ash yep. Do you think it's becoming more of a romantic relationship?
0: I don't know, in fairness. I feel like they've hinted it more this episode, like, you know, kind of... that the, the, There is more of a, a romantic, you know, kind of relationship between the two of them. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see how they take it. I do feel that they've, they've kind of gone more on the thought of a romantic relationship um yeah but as i said because we obviously you know, a... i was gonna say well, this is the first episode i've seen with david tennant so you, you know you just don't you, you don't know do yeah but we'll, we'll see we'll see it's safe to keep an eye on anyway
1: yeah exactly we obviously got christopher alquiston kissing her in the last episode and uh now we've got a more age-appropriate actor playing um the doctors
0: well. so yeah keep your eye on it jp yeah we'll see we'll see but um, yeah i, I mean mean you know it's 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 as i said it's going to be something that's interesting to to watch and yeah. uh, and go from there um i then put bullshit on the timeline
1: uh, is this when it's... the ship is incoming
0: yeah exactly so i got the, I'll midnight, the so- same right, note so, yeah so midnight the aliens come at a 5 hours away they they make it obvious it's midnight they go right they're they're 5 hours away that's it and then the sun's up yeah, you know, kind of 7.30 in the winter, I'd say, probably. Yeah, at least. Yeah, at least 7.30. And then it's, like, pretty much just, like, midday sunlight. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> yeah. other it, what happened there? Like, at least put in there and be like, oh, they're, like, 12 hours away. And you can go, Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah why
1: Why say that at all? Why put a timeline on it? Just say they're incoming. Do you know what I mean? Why write yourself into
0: that corner? Yeah, it was just a really strange one. And look, again, it's not... It, it's not the, the the you know kind of an absolute disaster but it just really hurts me because there's you know especially with the writing the writing is very crisp it's very accurate and it just it's just something like that you know oh, i agree but, i, I know, didn't like it nolan. when they were like uh oh go on go on christopher nolan i was saying well he wouldn't have put up with that you know he, he would have. oh yeah, made sure his, that yeah he, yeah. he would <laughs> make sure second. it was five hours long yeah he would have <laughs> done like as a, well yeah, yeah. Six Welcome hours, to Doctor, Doctor Who, Who's the six-hour
1: Christmas special. Yeah, I would love that. I would love a Christopher Nolan Doctor Who episode.
0: Yeah, that, I mean that would be good. I just Christopher Nolan would have such a filled day with it. It'd be brilliant. That's um, yeah. No, it was interesting. Um, again, characters that I uh, I then put because the the neighbour to Jackie, of course, and people start kind of going walkabouts and every everything like that, and. Jackie's name I put oh my god was that Arthur Shelby and it actually was the actor that plays it Jason Overton is it He's really Jackie's neighbor. it is I, I was I was watching it I was like wait a minute that's Arthur Shelby I was like what's he doing on there I was like I'm sure of it and of course I'm then googling like frantically well I've paused the episode I'll google it frantically and I'm like it is I'm like yeah, no way the Shel- the Shelbys are in
1: Doctor Who I'll, I'll give you one better right okay he started Arthur Shelby's career take I'm not, it's just one wild guess whose career would have started in Doctor Who? Uh, Billy Piper, maybe? Okay, fair enough. But just like random series. Fucking Andrew Garfield's acting break was in Doctor Who. No way. I swear to God, Spider Man himself started in Doctor Who. How sick is that? That's mad. Wait, what yeah. what season is he in? Uh, season
0: three. Oh.
1: Unrecognizable oh. as well. Yeah.
0: Oh, really? What? Is he yeah. like dressed in a load of makeup or just he just looks really young and everyone? Oh, he just him?
1: looks really young. Yeah. And ironically, I think he's doing an American accent in it as well.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: Anyway, we digress. Have we spoken? as Harriet Jones's uh, address to the nation happened yet?
0: No, not at the moment. So the. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was. Uh, hold on. Wait. Where does her address to the nation go? Because my next note is about the, the, the kind of the mind. Well, at the time, we think it's mind control. Ah oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, and I, I just, I just put. Well, luckily it wasn't me because you know, I, I mean, it's seven thirty in the morning, or like, well, technically, what? Six, uh, no, it would have been just very about early, six yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, very early in the morning. I would still be asleep, and I don't wear a lot when I sleep. So then that would have just been disaster. And so it's just convenient that everyone was wearing clothes. <laughs> um, you know.
1: I was really, I was scouring the background <laughs> to try and see if they'd like. Like they've sneakily put a naked man in. I was really fucking hoping for it. I thought it would have been fucking brilliant.
0: But yeah, you I just sleep completely to... Starkers. Yeah, I mean was it. I'd be I'd be screwed, I'd be well embarrassed. I'd be like, God dear, national news and I'm not wearing anything. You know, you'd just be it's <laughs> yeah. just uh you you get what's he name? was it John Barrymore's just there? Yeah, that that was his that was his role in the in the season yeah. finale. It's just the naked <laughs> man in the back and everyone's like, What are you doing here, man? Like Yeah,
1: know. it'd be sods law. I get my control to jump off a of fucking school as well. So I wake up and I'm in jail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like the hangover. You're like, what happened? Where are <laughs> yeah, um, they? I thought that was
1: pretty good. And I loved the way that the humans are sort of working it out as well. It's a third of the population. How can it be? Okay, it's relatives. Okay, that probably means it's blood. Oh, shit, we sent blood up there, which is weird, by the way, isn't it? Would you send blood in a that time capsule weird, sort of you? thing?
0: I don't think you would. No, I sort of agree. I don't think you would. Sure, surely blood would go off at some point.
1: Yeah, it must do, right? It, and what's it going to do in space? I get music, I get, you know, sending up like a little capsule, but what the fuck are you putting blood in it for? Yeah, for it's a that's a weird. fucking, that's like a declaration of war. If, if I was to send you a vial of blood as a housewarming
0: gift, JP, would you think yeah. we were still friends or would you
1: think I'm starting a fight or something? Do you know what yeah, I mean? that's right.
0: Just You just get a horse's head through the letterbox, you know? Yeah, exactly. I pissed, yeah. pissed off the mafia again, you <laughs> know, <hell>, I'm done. <laughs> But um, yeah, there's something else that just irks me as well. You know, Harriet Jones, This they, they say about the royal family, where's the royal family? Oh, what and a classic line. Oh, they're, they're all on the roof. And I'm like, well, I, I, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, admittedly, I didn't do biology. Well, I did basic biology, but I didn't do biology seriously in school. I just Surely, like, every member of the family wouldn't be the same type of blood, would they? See, I, I, I was wondering if it's an inbred joke.
1: Oh, maybe, yeah. That was where my mind went with it. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking like. I love the idea of just the Queen in her dressing gown standing on the top of fucking Buckingham Palace. (laughs) I just think it's fucking Um, brilliant. Although there was that awkward shot where they cut to like landmarks and people on top of them, and you've obviously got you know the Eiffel Tower. Then you've got Tower London, uh, Tower London, and people are just like standing on the edge of it. Like, how how would you even like? Where would you go if you were going to jump
0: off a roof? You can't access roofs that easily, can you? you? just lock the doors. Well, that's it. I mean, yeah, you, you got to look at it because they're just there just like in the way, aren't they? But surely if you just lock the door, they're not going to get through, yeah. are they? I, I maybe be a zombie if they just all, like if they all pile together on the door. Like yeah, eventually yeah, maybe. The door just, break. just like uh, Dawn of the Dead, you know, or something like that. But um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I then, of course, then the, uh, the, the cigarette ship turns up, which I put ship in in inverted comments because it's more like a rock isn't it well it's just a flying mountain is is... i actually don't hate the design of the ship no yeah no i i've got to say i didn't hate the design of the ship because at the end of the day we all think oh it's a ship you know a ship's got to be enclosed and it's got to be shiny made of metal and everything but yeah yeah, why why wouldn't it be made of rock it could i really like that
1: just before we get into that when that ship arrives there is a fucking awesome shot of the gherking shattering I'm like, that oh, that looks fucking cool.
0: I really like yeah, that. Like, I actually put that was expensive. Yeah, yeah, probably would have been. Yeah, just I'm like all that glass breaking. I'm just like, oh, that bill's going to be huge. There was just one guy <laughs> sat there that just owns a glass not making company. He's just gone. I can retire in now. Yeah, yeah, rubbing his <laughs> hands together. That's yeah. my retirement right there. Like, you know, that's it.
1: Yeah, he doesn't even give a fuck that his wife's about to jump off the roof anymore. He's like, yeah. "Fucking get in, single and retired." What a result! Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh mate, it was just. Um, but honestly, my favourite favourite part of this episode was when the scientist guy just pops up. He, he just the screen is is not like yeah, you know, it's just showing the background, and he yeah. pops up from the bottom of the screen. And he just goes sonic wave and i just <laughs> every single time i just i had to re-watch it because it was just my favorite clip of the entire thing i was just <laughs> was just the way he said sonic it wasn't even like sonic it was just like sonic wave and i was like oh that's just i gold. totally um,
1: missed that that's another thing you've got to put out
0: on the socials then you're gonna have to make one oh, of those i like,
1: totally missed that
0: it was brilliant it was brilliant and again i i just don't i i mean i i don't know the physics behind it and of course you know we've got to count the fact that there's a big old rock spaceship. Coming through, but would it actually cause a sonic wave or not? I don't know.
1: I don't, would it depend on how quickly it stops? I guess.
0: I, I don't know. So, some somebody that's done physics or knows all little physics, let us know in the comments or you know on, on Twitter or something like that. Just let us know. It, it, would it actually cause a sonic? Because I couldn't work it out. I was like, oh, would it cause a sonic? If wave? something it accelerates, not? it creates a sonic
1: boom, right? Because the concord yeah, exactly, like when makes it. So if it, you had something exactly, like ten yeah. times the size of Concorde. It would probably do that, or you know, like a hundred times, whatever you want to say. But yeah, something coming into atmosphere and stopping would it make a sonic?
0: Unless they released would it, it a...
1: to be scary, maybe.
0: I don't know. I mean, they may have done. That's that's a fair point. But yeah, I, I just don't know if something large coming in the atmosphere would make a sonic like kind of boom. I, I, I just don't know. But yeah, let us know if you if you if you did physics or you know you know kind of you know, the science behind it. Let us know. I, I'm just interested to to know. Yeah, I, I, I want to learn. You know. Write to us at physics at dot coupon.com. Yeah, um, something also, uh, something I actually did like. I know I've knocked the the, the writing of this episode twice now, but something I did like, Big Ben was still under construction. Oh, yeah, I noticed that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice little callback, to be fair. Yeah, no, I like that. I thought that was a nice little touch there, and you know, so. Kind of you know, it's two two to the bad right, and then two to the good right, so you know, we're, we're <laughs> yeah, even at the exactly. moment, but no, I quite liked it. I was like, that's a nice little throwback again, you know, bringing old things that happened in season one back into the city. You know, yeah, this kind of Christmas special, the continuity um, but, yeah.
1: on it, yeah, yeah, it's very good. Yeah,
0: I like that. Um, now we go to the next stage of Harriet Jones, Harriet Jones, leader of the planet. Yeah, I, I, she just takes on that role, and I'm there for it, yes, Harriet Jones. I know, I mean, that's that's a bold move like you know you know sometimes when you're you know kind of i mean we don't really do it now but like but yeah kind of 10 15 years ago when you didn't have like cards and everything like you used to go to a pub and you used to have like people would just everyone would give that person a tenner and then you had like a little pot wouldn't you and then like you know go up and you taking responsibility from there fair enough you know put your hands up and go i'll take, i'll take leadership of that that's fine taking leadership of the world with that Sal one though <laughs> it is a very I feel bold like that's move. A, it's a bold move, isn't it? I mean fair play that that is her character all over you know she's willing to to step forward while everyone steps back, but again, I just feel like especially that you've got this you know invasive species that's just turned up, I feel like she should maybe have asked for at least an hour to just phone the other world powers and go, "Are you okay with me you know taking leadership
1: uh, i yeah, probably she should have done it more officially but. I'm here for it. We needed the doctor. She was like, fuck it. I'm going to, I've spent some time with him. I'm going to step up. I'm going to be the doctor in this scenario. Why not? And again, I agree with every fucking thing she does. If we do just want to talk about her character for a bit, jumping ahead very slightly. She is amazing. The first time she sees Rose, she's like, Rose, I've got you. And then she's like, where's the doctor? Amazing. Then there's a bit where um, they're about to kill Rose. And again, she jumps in and she's like, no, take me instead. Like, she's a completely selfless character and just a fucking lover. I've got all the time. And not just because she's Sean's mum in Shaun of the Dead. Just like Mm -hmm. in this, she's amazing. I just think she's fucking awesome. I think she's a good character. I think she's a good person. And again, it will be the last Uh, thing we debate. But I do think she's right as well.
0: uh, Yeah. And and that's going to be very... uh, Yeah, we'll leave that for the end of the debate because it is... She's a very interesting character. There's no two ways about it. She is an interesting character, Uh, and I I think that's kind of you. Almost uh, we'll we'll, we'll save it for the end. We'll save it for the end. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Very, very Klingon. The uh, the Cigarracks weren't they? Very Klingon. I don't know. I've never seen Star Trek. Never seen Star Trek. I just I I feel I feel like it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a like for like match. But again, the whole thing where it's just kind of a it's a you know it's a species that's that's based on combat and you know, ritual combat, and it's all very masks and weapons yeah, and yeah. all that. I was like, I, I just I saw a few similarities. I was like, that's that's a bit interesting. But, yeah, no, interesting. The, the cigarettes are very interesting. Um, yeah, right. Design terrible. is pretty good. Yeah, no, that's it. Uh, the, again, the, the alien, you know, kind of species design is top quality. You know, it just looks, it holds up. It doesn't look clunky. It doesn't look naff, like, you know, and I think I'm working on the basis that they actually put people in costume and they put a shed ton of makeup on them. I'm working on that basis. And yeah, they, they must otherwise. have done, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, but again, that's why I think that it holds up because if you look at a, a lot of uh, kind of movies or TV series that use CGI, yeah, exactly. at the time it's brilliant. And, you know, again, this goes to video games. You know, I, I love video games and I'm playing them. But when you look at a kind of a video game that tries to be ultra realistic and they try and put the you know, they try and amp the graphics up as much as possible and everything. It doesn't hold up five years down the line. Oh, mate, I agree. At, at, at the time, you think, wow, this is incredible. You know, and then, you know, you look at early PS... The jump between PS2 and PS3 was, was brilliant. You know, you're like, oh, wow, this is it. But you look at an early PS3 game now, you think, Jesus, what were we on? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah, go back mate, and yeah. you play a game, and you go, you're you just like, I don't remember it looking like that. You know, it, it looks dreadful. It really yeah, does. And I again, mean... that's... My yeah. mind always
1: goes to fucking World at War Zombies, and I'm like, that oh, shit yeah. I scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh my god, I'm real. This is a real zombie. This is what's happening here. Yeah, and now yeah, it's yeah. like you compare it to the new Call of Duty games, so you're like, fuck, you know, it actually
0: has yeah, quite a long way. With yeah, FIFA, no, presumably as well, even though every game is the oh, same. I don't know. Yeah, it does look a bit the same, but uh, but yeah, I, I think that's why Doctor Who is standing up to to me anyway in 2005 because they're using actual practical effects you know, and practical costumes rather than just leaning on CGI, which is what a lot of studios are doing now. Yeah. It, it, it actually stands up and it looks okay and it looks good, you know? So uh, yeah, uh, fair play to them. I, I like that, you know, and I hope they carry on doing that, which I don't think they do from what I've heard, but I don't know. We'll see. Hit and
1: miss. Hit and miss, I think.
0: Hit and miss. So yeah. Um, but yeah. uh, that's a hell of a whip he's got, isn't it? It's like a Dalek laser whip. <laughs> yeah, i said the same thing. They've just nicked the Dalek effect and then they've just made the yeah. bones afterwards. Yeah, and I thought, Uncle Owen, Aunt Baru, you know, just like that. <laughs> <Yeah. kind> of- <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting, like, Luke Skywalker to just go, no! <laughs> oh, but, yeah, no
1: Again, yeah, another I brutal like death for Doctor Who. At least that thing's carried across from
0: season one. Oh, yeah, no, I like it. You know, long may it continue. I, I love it. It's just that kind of dark edge to a... Uh, a uh, family-friendly tv series i you know i like it i thought i'm on board with it um yeah. now matt i, I want to know your thoughts on this because i put because he, he says right you've got two options either half of the world is enslaved or we will kill a third of the people that i the third of the people that uh have got the does body he body. say half the
1: world i thought it, i thought it was the full world but I
0: thought he said half the world. If it okay, is the full world, then that, that blows my maths out of the water. But I I thought he said half the world would be enslaved, right? Okay, okay. Surely you should just let him do it. Because if you've got, like, you know, if you're looking at a third of the people dying or half the world being in slavery, surely those numbers as a third is smaller than a half. Yeah, I mean, as a
1: leader of the world, you will never be able to agree to either of those. That's fact. But
0: Harrier Jones did. Harry Jones <laughs> yeah. um, straight in there. You know, Harry Jones is already right. Like, she was signing the paper already. She was like, "Yes." Yeah. She'd already ordered the coffins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'd already got yeah, the brooms
1: to sweep them off the floor with.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I... oh, mate,
1: I'm a, I'm a, like, you know how I feel about consumerism and mass production, and the world is overpopulated. Fucking get rid. Fucking take them all. Take. Tell you what, kill, kill half of the world's population. Just do it. <laughs> We'd be better off <laughs> for
0: it. Just do a Thanos.
1: Just. We'd be better off for it.
0: I I just felt like the, the 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 like I mean if he if he did say the full world would be enslaved then okay yeah the mass is a bit different there but I was just like surely you'd have worked that one out before and gone a third is smaller than a half you, you're kind of already on the back foot of negotiating really aren't you you know
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: But I I think
1: it's unimportant because you can't agree to it. Like, you've got to go to war in that situation, haven't yeah? you?
0: Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Um, now, talking of uh, kind of solutions and, and everything like that, we then come to what is just my favourite cure of anything at all.
1: Oh, before we get
0: there, before we get there, oh, go on. I just want to comment on Rose throughout
1: this episode, because
0: mm-hmm.
1: we mentioned this in our sort of series one recap. She doesn't get much character development in season one. And in this episode, she's basically completely reset she's totally fucking useless throughout this she's crying she's moated even a speech that she gives is shit she's just like she starts off strong with shadow proclamation keep your eye on that that comes up a few times throughout the next couple of series mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. strong and then she's like oh and the mighty jacophers uh, and the daleks uh, and slithing like why would any of those things help you in this situation she gets a hard reset in this episode And I think it's because she gets a lot of character development through this. So trace
0: that. I just wanted to make that. I was going to say that that was interesting. I mean, I put when you lie on your CV, but you still get the job. Yeah. You know, you you kind of I mean, I I quite liked it. It was just, you know, bullshit baffles brains. You know, you you just just throw words at them and just hope for the best. And, (laughs) you know, because let's be real. What else is Rose going to do in that situation? Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. should... But she
1: could have done it with more agency is what I'm saying. I think they've I, taken I, I her back a level.
0: I think Rose at the yeah. end of series, Rose of
1: Christopher Eccleston, would have stood up with more authority. I think she's had a real setback in this, losing the Doctor and it's reset yeah. her character.
0: I'm sorry, I just think it has. I, I guess. I wouldn't have said that it was so much of a hard reset, but yeah.
1: Oh, fair enough. So then, yeah, the, uh, the best remedy ever.
0: Yeah, exactly. Tea. I mean brilliant i guess The just but the, the the fact that it's you know it's just tea it's just tea that's not and uh, and that's it which yeah uh you don't get much more british than that do you really no no
1: exactly exactly and then it leads to that great moment where the sycorax is doing his big speech and it starts oh. to, just that transition to when it starts talking in english and like their realization it. that is
0: brilliant
1: that is I, like, I, I, yeah, I you really
0: that. good that is perfect. That that was that was almost like an audio version of the regeneration process. Where you see it, merging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this time we hear it merging, and I'm like, that's that's just awesome because the first time I heard an English word in it, I was like, wait a minute, that was English, wasn't it? And like, yeah. it's like we're in with the companions. You know, we are there with them. We're hearing what they hear, and that's it. Which I just think is really cool. I really liked it. The only thing that upsets me about it is, I don't I can't remember if it's Alex or if it's the Welsh guy. I
1: think it's Alex, their assistant. Why does he hear the translation? He's never been in the TARDIS before. That's my one little That's... thing where I was like, oh, they've yeah. just cocked that up a little bit. If they'd have just said, if they've just had him say a line with, what do you mean? He's still speaking Sycoraxian or whatever it was. I'd have been like, okay, you've nailed that. That was the only little bit I was like, oh, he was so close to having a perfect moment.
0: Yeah, no, I get that, actually, yeah, it would have been, because even though it is a universal translator, it's a universal translator for people that have been in the TARDIS, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that yeah. has the connection with the TARDIS, so, yeah, okay, you know, no, I, I get that. Um, Talking of kind of brilliant lines, um, you know, David Tennant just can't get the staff. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really Perfect. make sense.
1: I don't know, does it, it make doesn't... sense in
0: context? Not in context, but there was a staff there, so yeah, you know. I oh, okay. Ah, uh, yes, you're right. You can't. No, that does make perfect sense. Actually, I hadn't picked up on that. Yeah, but... he snaps
1: the staff and says, "You can't get the staff." Okay,
0: fair enough. Exactly. Exactly. So yes, yeah, so it works for me. I'm happy with that. Um, that's tannin for... is actually... Go on. I was going to say because then he says about tannin. He says, "Oh yeah, no, it's the tannin in the tea that makes you know that, that's maybe better and everything like that." And I, I looked this up. That there is actually a component in tea called tannin. Okay. It, it's a okay. it's a component in tea. So I don't know if they wrote that in there because they knew about it or whether it was just they just picked one at random and went, that one will do. That sounds quite <laughs> interesting. But, yeah, no, Tannin is a real thing in tea.
1: No, I love that. I think David Tennant's introduction there is excellent. That bit mm-hmm. where he's just spinning wheels. He, he knows if he pushes this button, it's going to be fine, but he's going to build some tension. That's an excellent introduction to the Doctor. Words are oh. the greatest weapon and oh, he perfect. smashes it yeah absolutely perfect and then it yeah. all goes fucking downhill after
0: that it just oh, i don't know actually I, I didn't mind it i mean going back to yeah kind of there it was confirmation that he has the memories of the previous doctor which was yeah. good because he, yeah he remembers harriet jones remembers rose all that stuff which is yeah for me i was like that was one of the biggest questions i had it was like does he remember you know the yeah what, does he remember previous stuff because it was hinted at in the in the season finale but it wasn't actually confirmed, but now it's been confirmed that he has the memories and everything, which is good. Um Yeah, I mean, he's he's a bit more London than northern, you know. He just he just said yeah. big fella. <laughs> yeah, which I did quite just, like all that. I, yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I like that. It's a bit of a kind of a, a it's a bit of an offhand, yeah, you know, kind of a backhanded compliment, really. You know, big fella. It's just you can use it in a in a good way, but also you can use it in a in an insulting way, really, which was which was yeah, quite interesting. Yeah. Um But yeah, uh, just. I mean, I don't, I know you said that it's going to go downhill, but, I mean, is the Doctor a vampire? <laughs> what do you mean? Because the guy just literally just tastes human blood and goes... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that... I mean, how is that a thing?
1: I don't know, but I love that. Like, he's working it out in real time. Like, he's using his oh, intelligence. Yeah. He's using, you know, again, he's just not an action star. but So, I like that. I like the fact that he's like, I'm using my intellect. Uh, working it out physically. I'm going to taste this blood. Okay, right. Work it out. That's all brilliant for me. Like right, great introduction. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, agreed. I I think it's it's interesting to see just he's just been dropped into that situation, and it's interesting to see how he. It's almost like that kind of. I really really like the guy Richie Sherlock Holmes films with uh, Jude Law and Robert Downey Jr. You know, exactly. the kind of the slow-mo bits and everything. It, it's like watching that, but, like, without the action. It's just, like, he's literally just doing detective work. He's working out what happened. Yeah, and it's and... sick. It's so it, good. It, it, yeah, which it does work. I, I really like that. Um, And that was what I kind of put my next point about. It's interesting how he knows about the, you know, the cigarettes and everything, right, and he knows what almost makes him tick. You know, he knows about the ritual combat, he knows that to kind of get their backs up a bit. And I quite like that. I, I yeah. do. I, I, he just shows that level of intelligence that he's got, even though he's just turned up. He's like, yeah, no, this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I'm going to say, which, yeah, I really like.
1: Exactly. No, totally agree with you. And he's got some great lines when he starts quoting The Lion King. Excellent. When he's like, who are you? And he's like, I don't know. Brilliant. That's yeah. absolutely fucking classic Doctor Who
0: and then like you said
1: the intelligence just and it just becomes the shittiest sword fight i've ever seen committed to film and we mentioned this like a few episodes back this is 2005 we had revenge of the sith this year with Mm -hmm. awesome fucking choreography and then we've Mm -hmm. got two men just clanking swords together clearly not even aiming for each other just going clank clank in there like you would play fight with your siblings with lightsabers do you know what i mean like Just wank. Just absolute
0: fucking wank. See, I don't know. Because so last night we were, uh, I the the PlayStation VR out last night. And, (laughs) you know, seeing people swing arms and everything like that. And they they think that, you know, I mean, I've never picked up a sword before. So I I can't say if it's easy or hard or anything like that. But I feel like it's one of those things that's a lot harder than people think. And let's be real. Is the doctor going to be a skilled swordsman?
1: No, but this is my point. He's not. So don't like. He remember like this has been written. Just don't mm-hmm. do the sword fight.
0: You no, don't have he has to, to write. It, it... No, oh. no, no, no. Because I feel like this is the part of the cigarettes, and the doctor realizes that these guys are all about you know ritual combat and everything like that, and that's why he has to he has to do it because he knows that they that's the only way. Yeah, that's the only way to reason with them okay okay fair enough
1: just for me i was just like oh now i'm just watching a shit action film do you know what i mean and it is shit the choreography is shit the editing is shit even the camera angles where they film them from like the ankles up so that they don't have to render yeah. in the bottom of the act shit yeah, i just like
0: come on oh, I, I, I did notice that i was as i was watching i was like there is obviously one reason that they've they've done that, <laughs> that is to not, not render the bottom but then I thought I wonder if it's like have you ever heard of the Peter Cushing thing you know the guy that plays um, uh, um oh yeah Grand Graham
1: Moff target, target yeah. and the slipper thing yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> with the slippers yeah I was like I wonder if that was it like David Tennant was just like oh I just don't oh, I really want to wear my slippers today he just don't yeah. feel my feet for us, please go ahead tell um, the listeners the story of that if they don't know so Peter Cushion, uh, of course, everybody knows him as the uh, the very pointy pointy jawed chin guy from Star Wars. The, the you know <laughs> kind of the uh, Grand Grand Admiral Tarkin, isn't it? Or Grand, grand yeah, Moff Tarkin, Tarkin, I think. Grand Moff Tarkin. Um, now Peter Cushing was actually quite a tall actor, um, and not a lot of clothing actually fitted him back in the in the seventies <laughs> when it was filmed, and they couldn't actually get a pair of boots that actually fitted his feet because they were too big so every time that you see him there you will never see his feet because he was wearing slippers while he was still (laughs) which i I just think is brilliant like you've got the cold death star and this guy's like yeah i'm just gonna order a mass genocide and he's just in his slippers
1: yeah i love it just like the thought of him interrogating princess lair and he's just there in his fucking slippers like just brilliant But yeah, you're right, it, it. it's, it's, it's very similar. I just, it, yeah, just shot awfully. And, uh, right, it he makes a huge thing about Rose and Mickey not coming over to help him because it would be considered cheating and, you know, we need to adhere to yep. this. He's the biggest fucking cheat I've ever seen, ever. He gets his what? hand cut off and he's yeah. lost. Fact, you've lost, you've been disarmed, your weapon has fallen off the ship, you are handless, you've lost oh no that's because kind of... i've just regenerated i could grow another hand Ugh,
0: fuck off what are you
1: that's not a th- that's
0: cheating well that's... Uh, uh, yeah I, I mean look it is to the death so technically he's not dead so yeah I, I guess you could still carry on i mean you he could have yielded but he didn't so uh, yeah. it's
1: unfair that he could grow a hand back that's mental Don't...
0: Doesn't matter. The guy, the the, the leader of the cigarette, starts to cheat as well.
1: After David Tennant's mass cheating, and then again, mm. I'm sorry, but Rose throws him a sword. Gosh, you just yeah. said she can't get involved, and now she's throwing cheats. Yeah, that's an absolute <laughs> cheat.
0: Yeah, okay, that that one I, I can't argue against. Deanna, that is technically cheating. That's involvement from a third party in a in a two party ritual Completely combat.
1: Completely cheating. Yeah,
0: and I mean, again, genuinely... God. I was gonna say I thought he was gonna quiet on it because there's the there's a bit where uh, the cigarette just, like kind of hits him in the nose yeah, and I was yeah. just like I was waiting for the Maul just like the kind of the thing and just suddenly Euron McGregor just comes out of nowhere and just goes no. yeah like, I was I was, now, I was well, waiting for it and I was like wait no that's gonna be one of the uh, TikToks that we edit together
1: for sure yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's just everything about this Nolly shit when he gets his hand cut off it's cut from below the sleeve. But the sleeve isn't damaged. There's no blood. There's nothing. It's just like, fucking hell, come on. And then the CGI hand growing back doesn't look very good. And then uh, the thing that just really wound me up about this episode is he wins. He walks away. Sycorax comes out from behind. And I've forgotten how stupid this fucking moment is. I'm expecting the doctor just to turn around. You know, Obi-Wan Kenobi and rebels. Just one swipe. Boom, he's down. No, he pulls an orange out of his thing and throws it at a button, which its sole function apparently is just to open up a little bit of floor by the side of the spaceship.
0: Uh, okay, right. Yeah, though, that is a strange button to have on the outside. <laughs> Isn't it I,
1: I, I quite liked it, though. I get the callback because there was fruit in the dressing gown. But also, it's a different fruit. It should have been the apple, mm-hmm. right? Why did they change it to an orange?
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Just to show he was... Hungry more than once, I guess, but I don't know. I quite liked it. It was like a cool, like you know, kind of like um, almost like Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi when he throws the button and it drops the door on the Rancor. Oh yeah, may yeah maybe okay. I, I liked right. it. it. It kind of it shows that level of kind of like eighties cool guy, you know, just one. It throw was a bit yeah, like walking away from an explosion sort of thing it, without looking exactly. Back. You know yeah, but... exactly that. That's the kind of thing, but. Then is it is that really the doctor's kind of shtick? I don't know. I I mean, I, I the the impressions I got from the doctor, which we'll cover later, but I I don't know if it matched his kind of, you know. I I get that the, you know, the sword fighting, as I said, the way I saw it, that was ritual combat. He knew that that's what makes these, you know, kind of this species tick. That's that's how you get through to them. Um, but I, I just watching him throw an orange on a button. <laughs> I'm not saying it's that the doctor isn't cool, nothing. but yeah. It's just It's, shit. it's, a, it's a strange it, one. It is a strange it, one, I will yeah.
1: say. For me, it really lets the episode down. And thinking about it, this is an hour long episode and they're normally 40 minutes. I think this would have done better at being a normal 40 minute episode and cutting that sword fight out. Just have him beat him with his words. He shames him or something like that. You've been, yeah. you know, I've 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 foiled your plan with the Bloods. Leave now and never come back. I, and then cut that down. It really because again, when David Tennant comes out of the TARDIS, excellent up until the start of the sword fight, and then I think we'll start talking about it now. Soon as that sword fight ends and they, you know, transmap beam back down or whatever it was, it's fucking good Doctor Who again.
0: Like, oh damn, isn't it just? I mean, just. You know, we go on to the 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 final stage of Harriet Jones, Harriet Jones, murderous species. <laughs> um, I, I I mean, i I think part of the reason I almost feel let down, you know, i, I just I, you just don't see that that's her kind of that's against her character. You know, the whole point of her in aliens in London of World War three was she was a compassionate character. The whole reason she was there was, because she cared about the welfare of people. She wanted to, you know, she wanted this cottage scheme and everything like that. And the fact that she, and it's not even like an accidental strike she orders where where it's like, oh no, it's too late. They've already started the firing sequence. Yeah, it's It's calculated, yeah. She gives the green light. She's like, yeah, no, kill them. As they're retreating, yeah. But I think you summed it up there.
1: She's very compassionate
0: to the people.
1: Mm. these are aliens right like she has she's fucking just watched two people get you know electrocute whipped to death she got fucking nuked in aliens of london and she hasn't been traveling with the doctor in the meantime she has only seen the bad side of the rest of the universe and the aliens and she does have the people's best interest at heart like she even says like you're right we're getting too loud we don't want people to know about us like if word gets out oh, they the you know they defeated the Sickeraks. What else is then going to come and start having a go? I totally, totally back her one hundred percent on this.
0: Yeah, see that's really weird. I, I wouldn't have thought you would have as a pacifist. Path- uh, path- yeah. As a pacifist, <laughs> yeah, as a pacifist. I, I can't I, say I just, that word. You know, yeah. It just it was just like almost completely against their character, and that that's why I think it made it so interesting was because it was just like. Oh my God, like Harriet Jones, what's going on? Like, you know, it's just you've gone from this lady that was willing to kind of sacrifice her own life to, you know, save, you know, save Earth and everything like that. So then suddenly she just brutally murders. And it's not even like you you could say, well, they, you know, she defeated them in, in war or combat or battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she murders them. That, that's it, straight up. You know, it, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a retreating enemy. And I know that, you know, things like the Geneva Convention is that you, you know, retreating enemy is still. You know, kind of, they're still game, but like, it's not a, it's not one of those unwritten rules, you know, where you're just like, well, you're retreating, I'll leave you alone if you're not firing at me, I'm not going to fire back, that kind of thing. But I also yeah, think I just...
1: there's one point where the colonel is like, he was a prisoner, you must have, you know, like wartime rules and stuff like that. And they're like, no, we fucking don't. And then when the doctor defeats him, he yields, he swears on the blood of his race, and then comes yeah. back on him anyway. Why would
0: she have any reason to believe that they're going to disappear? Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that, all right, you guarantee that they're not going to come back and they're not going to, you know, kind of start shit again and everything like that. But at the same time, though, I mean, that's pretty brutal. And it just leads to a brilliant, you know, we've seen the doctor, you know, David Tennant's doctor, very quirky, very energetic. He's, you know, a few one-liners here and there and everything. And then suddenly he just, like Chris, like angry Christopher Eccleston, he just, on a dime, just snaps. And yeah, he just yeah. goes serious. And he's just like, I mean, wow. You know, just the exchange between them was incredible.
1: Yeah, well, you sort of see it with the whole no second chances line once he fucking pushes that button on the stupid spaceship thing, which is nonsense. And then, yeah, you see it with Harriet Jones and he's like, no, this is it. I'm ending you now. This is, you've blown your chance. That's it. I'm ending you with your, don't you yeah. think she looks tired? Which is what I'm convinced, you know, what was, uh, I'm convinced that's what destroyed Theresa May in the end think she must have had a row with the doctor because yeah just because just, <laughs> just, that's what happened really isn't it people just all of a sudden said no nah, she's not fit for the job let's get her out
0: yeah no that's true and i think myself and everybody that watched that for the first time when the doctor went you know oh, uh don't you think she looks tired everyone just counted to six in their hands, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, tired. every Six, time. that is six words, that's it, yeah. It was just like, like literally, as soon as you was like, oh, yeah, don't you think she looks tired? I was like, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six. That's the, that's the six words, that's there, you know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, again, it, it's one of those things. And just, I mean, it's going to be interesting, you know, hearing what you said earlier in this episode, with the kind of, you know, a, a further down the line where she was voted out of a third term. Yeah, you know, that's going to be interesting to see, because as you said, you know, we've already seen it once in the long game and the season finale where, you know, the doctor just flies off and, you know, happy days, we've won, end off, but doesn't, yeah. that yeah. isn't always the case for where he's just left and where he has just saved, you know.
1: No, exactly. Yeah. It's a lot more indirect, this one, but yeah, very interesting. And you'll be pleased to know Harriet Jones does make a return, but we will be waiting quite a while for it.
0: She's she's just like now like set up a concentration camp for alien species. She's just like she's yeah. enslaved all of the alien species. She's just like she's just a full dictator. <laughs>
1: I would love that. Harriet just Jones go around concentration the
0: concentration camps. Yeah, there's there's just like a hundred foot like kind of post. That I've been to China and you see like kind of if the of like you know kind of the prime minister or whatever you call them and you go to tinner screen there's like these big old like poster portraits of them you just go into <laughs> london and just hanging over big ben it's just this hundred foot poster of harriet jones you know yeah, harriet jones, i would love ruler of a, you know <laughs> i would have liked it
1: if after this episode there was a post-credit scene and it's just her sat at home smoking a cigar and then it pans around her living room and she's just got heads of alien victims just up in her living room <laughs> like parents just uh, just above the
0: fireplace actually. yeah it's exactly like, who am i going for Nate? she's got like but... a
1: slovene rug on the floor or
0: something like that. <laughs> oh no imagine that imagine I that! i uh, would love it Yes. Yeah, so that but it's going to be interesting to see how she comes back because again you know i still i still will say you know, even though I don't think that that was, that was the best thing to do, she's still a very interesting character. Um, yeah, and 100%. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they use her further, further down the line. Um, but talking of interesting characters, we then get what I think is probably the most important thing for the doctor in this episode: go on. Where he goes to the wardrobe and he makes yes. himself his own doctor.
1: Yeah, love that wardrobe. Uh, I didn't even remember this, but the first thing he touches is a leopard print coat. I'm like, please. Please, please say i just remembered the entire <laughs> David Tennant era wrong and he actually does the whole thing in a leopard print coat. That would be the best thing in the fucking
0: world. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was good. And I now understand why you and Brad have the long tan coat things. You <laughs> yeah, 100%,
1: man. you got to have a long yeah. wavy
0: coat. Yeah, no, that it is a cool looking coat. But yeah, no, he, he's just... It, it look, you know it, I, I just felt like it's an important character development for the doctor he's forging his own personality you know even though he is the doctor he's uh, the 11th doctor is he or 10th. 10th. well 10th. 10th. yeah so he's the 10th doctor that's that's he's you yeah, know he's he's the doctor but he's his own doctor and i, yeah. I quite like that and again you know, you, you know, the wardrobe and the TARDIS just looks so cool. It, it does look cool,
1: yeah. And I remember David Tennant looking like the coolest fucking guy in the world. But looking back, it is so mid-naughties fashion. Ultra skinny oh, yeah. suit and tie and fucking trainers on underneath. Not even trainers, fucking converse. He's just like, oh, yeah. It, it does look a bit dated. And it is very yeah. baby-faced David Tennant. But it is oh, also yeah. still a bit timeless as well, you know. Like, it still works.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, it you, you wouldn't it wouldn't be out of place if you was looking at Top Man or yeah, River Island or something back in the in the nineties. But yeah, no, it, it does it, it does still work. I will say it does still work. But, uh, but that
1: does lead me on to an issue. As we know, Baldy mm. is my favourite Doctor because he's an alien. Mm-hmm. David mm-hmm. Tennant is he's just wearing a suit. He's not
0: alien enough. Yeah, but then I don't know. Everybody knows the suits universal. Yeah, and he's trying to fit in as a
1: human, maybe. Yeah, be interesting to see over the next series how he, how that develops. But yeah, it
0: just it is a bit boring for me. Yeah, well, I'd say he dresses more sharply than Christopher Eccleston.
1: Oh, yeah, in fact, Christopher Eccleston looked like he fucking rocked up to set in that one day and he was just like, I'm not getting changed. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they were doing a, a kind of a dry run for him. They were just like, no, <laughs> you know, we can just carry on wearing that. Yeah, Yeah. I spent quite a lot of money on this leather jacket, I'll have you know. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I've got to say, though, I was really happy, of course. So, of course, they then come out of the TARDIS and it's apparently snowing. And I was just (laughs) like, I I thought, I was like, that's not snow, that's the ashes of a species. And then literally, the doctor comes out, and she's like, "Oh, it's snowing." And the doctor's like, "No, that's not snow; that's ash." I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, I called that! Like literally called that!" But someone it just had their tongue like, out, and it was all landed on their tongue. Oh, and... <laughs> that was bad on it? it. But it, 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 it reminded me because I, I watched that um, series on HBO, uh, Chernobyl. Yes,
1: and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
0: there's that horrific scene where they're they're on a bridge, and of course the the plant reactor's gone up, and they it then starts snowing well snowing but it's not snow it's radioactive ash and the kids are playing in it and everything and that is a true thing that is what happened yeah people were playing in it and then got severely ill from it you know and it's just it's horrific it's just that kind of human blindness i guess you know you just go oh yeah that's that's fine everything everything's safe but there's you know it's not it's you know as i said it's the ashes of a species um but yeah, no, that's uh, what yeah, a somber way that. to come to an end. <laughs> it is a little bit of a somber way, like, you know, but then we pick it back up with the fantastic line, which. I know. Yeah. That little, yeah. just letting us know that Christopher
1: Eccleston is still in there. Well, the ninth doctor is still in there somewhere. He's a new man, yeah. but it's still the same doctor. I liked it. It's a good way to go. Like you said, it was the recurring theme of the episode and they do tie yeah. that up nicely.
0: Yeah, which I really like and I thought was good. So, yeah, no, so it wasn't, wasn't bad. Um, I, I think it was, you know, for a first uh, kind of season, you know, kind of Christmas special or a first special, I thought it was good. And it was a good introduction, as I said, even though the Doctor was asleep for half of it. It was, for me, it was a good introduction to the Doctor. You know, he, he, he definitely seems more, uh, you know, kind of empathet- uh, empathetic, more energetic, bit more actiony which i kind of like you know i I do like a bit more actiony yeah Um, yeah. and i I mean i'm interested to see you know i'm interested to see what happens in season two so you mentioned
1: uh, a good introduction to the doctor a big debate in the whovian community is which episode do you start watching doctor who on i always think just start from the start why would you not do you think this would be a good jumping off spot do you think if if you've got someone that you're trying to get to watch it you're not sure they're going to like christopher elquiston or not you think they're going to love David Tennant. Would you say start here, or do you think it's too impenetrable? Do you think you
0: you need too much information from season one to jump on here? I don't think you need as much information. I mean, the only thing you would have to tell, you know, if you was to just jump in straight away with that special, the only thing you would have to explain is the doctor has just regenerated. And the reason the doctor is regenerating this way is because he absorbed all this energy from Rose in the season finale.
1: But do you not think that in itself is too much explanation? Bear in mind, I didn't give you any explanation going into Christopher Eccleston's first one. Obviously, you yeah, had secondhand I... knowledge, but I, I don't yeah. think this is a good episode to star someone on Doctor Who. I don't think it's a oh, good oh, representation of Doctor Who. I don't think it's a good episode. I don't, I, 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 uh, and I think you need too much local knowledge.
0: No, I mean, for, for, for the sake of one season, you might as well just start from Rose. Yeah, totally agree. You that. know, because it, 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 it's not like... You know, I mean, I know that uh, a lot of people were put off by Star Wars because they're like, oh, there's so many films. And then you've got Clone you, you know, you've got Clone Wars, you've got Rebels, you've got Resistance, all that stuff. And it puts people off because they go, oh, there's too much stuff to watch. But for the sake of one season, you know, and let's yeah. be real, they're not the longest episodes in the world. They're not, even, you know, they're, they're kind of, what, 40 minutes, 45 minutes at a push? Yeah, well,
1: we've knocked we- through a season doing one episode a week and it took us less than two months.
0: Yeah, so you you might as well you might as well just do season like yeah, just start from Rose because you get that kind of it's not just building the Doctor's character, it's building Rose's character, Jackie's character, Mickey's character, even Captain Jack's character, you know. And and I I feel like you should probably start from Rose, but saying that it's not it's not the worst place to jump on. I guess you know it's is still an introduction. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So love it or hate it. Oh, love it for sure, definitely. Interesting. This is my first hate it. You don't really don't like the sword, the sword fighting put you off that much. The
1: ending of this drags it down too much. There's not enough David Tennant in it. The sword fight and that whole bit is just absolute fucking nonsense, man. And then all the stuff at the beginning with the tree and the Santas, I think there's more. I think there's some excellent moments in this, but there's more bad than good. And I think it overshadows it. And I'm just left with a sour
0: taste at the end. I really am. I don't know. I, I I quite liked it. And I just, you know, it was, it was, uh, I, I I just, I still go back to the fact that the doctor knew that that was the only way that he could negotiate with this species. This species wasn't uh sit around the table or, you know, they're not going to uh, adhere to any declaration or anything like that, you know, not, They're just going to be straight off. They're just combat or nothing. That's it. And I quite like it. I thought it was good.
1: Ah, Fair enough, mate. Well, yeah, that pretty much wraps up the episode. Oh, I've just got to add the bit where Mm -hmm. you first see the Sycorax on the screen in the war room
0: or whatever it is. We know it's
1: a reference to Bohemian Rhapsody. We get it. We'll get comments if we don't say it. We understand.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, that is it. That is something we got to we We kind of skipped over that because then we went. You know, we went further on. But yes, a, a reference to Bohemian Rhapsody. We we both caught that. We get it. We get it. We get it.
1: But no, that's <laughs> it. We obviously said you're not going to watch the next time, Traders. But this next time, Trader, was a season two trailer.
0: Did you watch it? Mm. I did watch it. I did watch it. I, I just, it's the only I one you're watch... allowed to, this series, by the I way. I didn't put any notes on it, though. That's the only thing. I didn't put any notes on it because I just <laughs> wanted to watch it just because it was a season two. Um, And, and it was a week and that... a half ago. So can you not remember? <laughs> No, I remember. Was it the Cybermen were there? Cybermen, the Cybermen are there, yeah, confirmed. Cybermen were there, which, which again, I, I've from what I've heard, the Daleks and the Cybermen. There's always an argument over who's the bigger cat, like the the bigger bad guy, and everything like that. So I'm I'm interested to see what the Cybermen have got to bring to the table because I don't know the Daleks. I mean, the Daleks were scary, and of course they turn up in the millions and yeah you know, in the season finale. But I still thought it was like just watching Robot Wars, really. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, oh, you're gonna love this season finale then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say when I turn up again um, Excited for season two? Yeah, no, I am I genuinely am excited for
1: season two I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it is the worst series of all of Doctor Who, maybe Jodie Whittaker really? excluding, it's, my, it's definitely my least favourite, there are some fucking amazing episodes in it but again, and I think this Christmas special set the way there are some good moments in it but it's overall let down by its bad moments. It has some of the best episodes and some of the worst episodes of Doctor Who, in my opinion. But I think overall, I think I'm going to struggle to get through the next 10 weeks or so, JP. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not very excited. Oh, I'm
0: I'm not keen to see if there's any, I'm going to hate in it. Because the the fact that, (laughs) disagreed about the the you know the the christmas special i I don't know i feel if i like the christmas special i feel like i should like season two
1: yeah you probably will to be fair you probably will but yeah i'm i am excited to go back through it a little bit more analytically uh and sort mm-hmm. of stick and power through it just to see if my opinion changes but yeah for me i'm going in
0: i'm going in pretty uh pretty wary to be honest with you jp <laughs> well look, onwards and upwards onto season two. Um, yeah, as we said in the uh, in the in the bonus episode thank you so much for listening for season one. Uh we yeah, really appreciate all the love. And as I said, you know, keep hitting us up on social media. We're on Twitter or X there, it's called Instagram, yeah. we're also on TikTok as well. You know, you can send us an email, you can uh, you know, leave us a review on Spotify as well. And yeah, we'll we'll keep doing it and we'll go on to season two.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Like we said, hoping to get a thousand listens by the time we're recording our next episode. So listen, share your friends, like JP said, leave us a review and everything. But otherwise, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you, guys. And
0: we'll see you in season two. Adios, amigos.